Hello, and, and thank you everyone for downloading this latest episode of the SAP UK podcast. My name is Adam Clatworthy, and I look after the communications for SAP in the UK and Ireland. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about a really interesting initiative that SAP launched last year as part of our continued response to the social justice movement. For those of you who do follow the podcast, you'll know that SAP has really been a pioneer in the support of social enterprises for many years. So today we're going to be exploring our pro bono volunteering program, which is essentially around fostering economic equity for black owned businesses and social enterprises. Before we get into this program in a bit more detail, I'm going to start by introducing our guests on the show, um, which I'm delighted to have join us. So from SAP, we've got Hemang Desai, who is the Global Program Director for SAP Corporate Social Responsibility. Alex Hinson, who is a team lead at SAP Concur. Uh, Chigozi, or Chig, as he likes to be called, Benson, who is our support engineer at SAP. And Shantanu Goswami, who's a director of the Regional Centre of Excellence SAP. And more importantly, I'm delighted to have Michael Adenya, who is the Chief Operating Officer for the UK Black Business Show. So thank you everyone for joining me. I got through those names without messing any of them up, I hope. Um, but so I'm really looking forward to the discussion today and it, it's great to have you on. So to start, Hemang, I'm gonna hand over to you, sir. Um, I'd really love it if you could, yeah, first start, tell us a bit about yourself and your role, but can you take us back to the very beginning? How did this program come to fruition? I understand it's really about SAP's response to the social justice movement around the world. So I'll hand over to you. Excellent, thank you so much, Adam, for having me here. It's a pleasure being here with all of you. Um, just again, as a means of introduction, my name is Hemang Desai, and I'm part of SAP's uh, Global Corporate Social Responsibility Team. And in my role, I'm responsible for a number of our pro bono consulting or pro bono volunteering programs, uh, including our flagship SAP Social Sabbatical Program, as well as the program we are here to discuss today, uh, the Pro Bono for Economic Equity Program. The idea of these programs is pretty simple. We place teams of SAP employees with selected client partners or client organizations. They could be nonprofits, social enterprises, or minority-owned businesses, where our employees act as business consultants to address key challenges uh, that these organizations face. And I would say key business challenges that these organizations face. So going back to um, you know, how this program came about, um, you know, as it did for so many companies and individuals, you know, back in end of May, early June 2020, after the murder of George Floyd in the U.S. and so many others uh, before him as well, the cries for social justice were heard loud and clear. Uh, and again, not just in the U.S., all around the world as well. You know, SAP as a company was putting together, you know, our own what I like to call coordinated response across various functions of the company. So HR, DNI, the diversity and inclusion, CSR, and so on. And so we focused our attention on kind of this three-pronged approach. We wanted to make sure that the response had a lasting impact. So in addition to looking within our company, um, so things like support for our employees and making sure our policies are in order, to looking at some uh, immediate support for our external partners, um, we decided that we could leverage our expertise in creating impactful social impact programs as part of the response too. You know, at SAP, 
We've been running pro bono consulting programs, again, most notably our SAP Social Sabbatical program now for, all, for over a decade. So it was you know, one tool in our arsenal that we decided to use because we've seen the transformational impact that programs like this can deliver, you know, not just during the time when our teams are working with the businesses or the organizations, right? But even well beyond the engagement itself. So, you know, more specifically, as we started looking at and overlaying not just the historical and systemic challenges that you know, Black-owned businesses have faced, but also the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on small businesses and again, predominantly minority-owned businesses, we decided that we would start with a focus on Black-owned businesses and social enterprises, uh, and that would be the right way to go here. Fantastic. Um, and it's a great overview of the program and the reasons why um, SAP really decided to take the lead here. From a personal perspective, why did, why did you feel the need to get involved in such a program? Yeah, that's a great question. For me, it was really twofold as I think back to it, right? One is like so many of my friends and colleagues and family members, the events surrounding George Floyd's murder and, you know, others, like I mentioned, it was really a wake up call of sorts that, you know, sitting on the sidelines is not an option anymore. You know, I, I, I read the quote, um, you know, from Professor Ibram uh, Kendi about, um, you know, it's no longer okay to just not be racist. You have to be anti-racist. And that was, you know, really the feeling I kept getting over and over as I was thinking about um, what can we do, right? The desire to get involved and get engaged was really strong. And I was really looking for ways to get personally involved and be an ally. What I like to think in a more tangible way, right? Besides, you know, of course you wanna post in social media, show your support there. You wanna do financial contributions. Uh, and so on, but really something that was more tangible and lasting beyond those things as well. And secondly, when I kind of combine that personal pull and drive um, to, to create impact with some of my expertise that, you know, having been involved with pro bono consulting programs for almost nine years now, first as a participant and now having running these programs for the last, you know, four plus years, I've seen the impact that this kind of work can create. Um, so I thought it was a perfect kind of confluence of being able to do something that I really wanted to do uh, and support the social justice uh, movement in a way, but also combining with something that I believe I'm pretty proficient at as well. Uh, so it was really a perfect opportunity um, to bring those two together. I feel blessed and lucky to have had this opportunity you know, throughout all of last year. And before we, we move over to Michael, I just one last question, question for you here is around, look, with there being so many equity challenges across so many communities of people, how did you manage the communications on this? Yeah, that's, you know, we've, we've definitely heard this, uh, you know, come up from also our employee base, right? And I think it's a fair comment because there are so many communities that are dealing with very similar types of challenges uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, historically marginalized uh, communities all around the world as well. So, uh, you know, first of all, we do support and work with a large number of these communities through many, many of our CSR programs. Um, you know, we work with nonprofits and social enterprises that are specifically working on a lot of these types of communities. 
And the other key point that I really like to you know, mention through communications, and we did mention last year as well, was this program was born with a very special focus in response to some very specific events that happened, right? And coming out of that racial justice movement that took hold um, in you know, kind of the early, late, late spring, early summer of 2020. What we have seen over this last year plus of, you know, thinking through and then running this program is the power of focus and how that provides what I like to think is a unique opportunity to make progress, right? We've heard loud and clear from the different entrepreneurs that we work with that while there are lots of mentoring programs, accelerators, grants and such that are being offered to you know, minority entrepreneurs, this very targeted focus approach that we built for this program, you know, looking at pro bono consulting for you know, black owned businesses is a key differentiator for us. And, you know, we look at keeping that power of focus and how we can take that focus to support other groups as we move forward. And I strongly believe that that is um, how we can maximize impact, you know, not everything, including matters of equity, can be a one-size-fits-all, right? We have to have different solutions for some of the unique challenges and circumstances of different people and also in different parts of the world. So there are uh, things we have to do with focus that are specific to support certain communities. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you there, Hanang. So, Michael, I'm going to move on to you, um, if that's all right. I mean, thank you very much for joining us. It's great to have your insight um, on this particular programme. Did you want to just start by giving us a, an overview of yourself and your role? And, and we'd love to hear a bit more for the audience around what, what your role is um, and your business. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me on. And, and uh, Hanan, thank you so much once again for launching this programme that we've been able to benefit from. And, of course, thanks to the the um, the project team that worked with us as well to to actually um, deliver it. Um, so I'm Michael Adenia and I'm the uh, COO at the UK Black Business Show. Um, and like like a lot of people, so obviously it's a show. So we're uh, an event company, and like many people in the events industry, I kind of just fell into it um, around 16 years ago, and I'm kind of like still here. Uh, luckily, though, across the course of my career, I've been I've been thankful to be able to work for. Um, purposeful businesses and businesses that really believe I've, I've believed in um, and, and I've been close to my family or, or or me personally. So previous to joining the UK Black Business Show, I was working in the biotech space, which um, I've got a family of healthcare professionals, which meant a lot, uh, which means a lot to me. Um, and um, yeah, my sort of passion really has been in um, sales and marketing, um, building commercial enterprises, uh, and more specifically, kind of like turning what might be a one or two day event into uh, an all year round community that can give continuous value. So um, like Hermang's ex uh, explained, I actually only joined the UK Black Business Show team um, just around about six or seven months ago. So really, the, uh, the show itself um, grew uh, exponentially over the last five years, um, launched in 2017 with 25 black owned businesses exhibiting uh, and uh, and 250 attendees to the event that we ran in October 2021, where the, the, the SAP team attended. 
um, amongst over uh, six and a half thousand attendees across the week and over 200 black owned businesses attending, along with um, support from partners like uh, like uh, HSBC, American Express, Facebook, Google, etc., partnering with us as well. Um, all um, really with almost a similar why to, to, to Hamang. I mean, for, for me personally, um, being able to support black owned businesses is, you know, that, that's, that really is my essence. I come from a, an immigrant family. My parents moved to the UK when I was two years old and started, and you know, my dad had a passion to start his own business. Um, so I've seen the journey of entrepreneurship from, from them from, from a young age. Uh, and, and very aware of the, the lack of parity and equality um, in, in, the, in the UK system for entrepreneurs and as well as career professionals. So that really is the why for the UK Black Business Show. How can we create parity and equality for black business owners, um, entrepreneurs and, and, and career professionals as well um, in order for them to achieve their goals uh, and aspirations and, and their dreams? So. Um, the show really um, came from uh, Raphael Sofaluk, C- uh, the CEO, CEO um, who again was working in the events industry and just didn't see people that looked like him, and um, and thought there must be a way that you know we can I can create something where people that look like me can thrive and flourish. So yeah, the show really has grown from that, um, and over the course of the last two years, um, especially we've seen a great interest from corporate organizations that wanted to um, also see how can they um, play their role in supporting um, black entrepreneurship and and career professionals uh, in in the UK as well. Okay, Um, fantastic. It's clear that there's lots of many challenges uh, facing this show, not to mention with COVID obviously as well over the last couple of years. But what specifically were you, what was the challenge that you were facing where you needed support from SAP? Like what are those areas where we could really deliver value to you as a business? Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. Like I said, I joined, um, I actually joined the team only about three or four months before the event in October. And funny you should mention um, the the pandemic because one of the, yeah, that, that was really at the time our, our main challenge is, is this actually going to be a live event or are we creating a virtual event of some sort here? And it really was core to us that we're going to do everything we can to make this a live show. Not only is it, was it a, you know, one of the first live shows out of the pandemic uh, in, in London, not only uh, on top of that, we, um, we were also, it was a launch event. It was the first um, time that we had run UK Black Business Week. Um, so the show has always been a one day Saturday show, but we've actually extended it to create opportunities in various sectors, including tech, cybersecurity, finance, leadership, media, culture, and sport. So to take on a launch event that was a week long in the middle of a pandemic, um, but also having um, myself and Raf, who have got so many other ideas of, of growth and opportunity that we wanted to exploit. It was like, what can we realistically do? So when I saw the SAP pro bono equity uh, opportunity, I thought, well, is this an opportunity that can get us to where we want to go, where we could be in, say, six or nine months, but potentially do that significantly um, quicker? Um, and 
yeah, didn't have a definitive um, yeah, uh, solution in mind when I saw it, but I thought, you know what? Here's an organization that when it comes to, well, so just talking about the problem that we had, it was really around data. And I thought, here's an organization that knows data, knows customers. They're, they're, they're offering free consultancy to businesses like us who are in this space to help significantly more businesses like us. Um, maybe there's something here that, that, that they can help us with. So when I joined the team, we our, our data is it's still in spreadsheets. You know, we don't really have any sort of um, structured um, data management system or, or process. Um, and like I mentioned, we also had plans for additional products that we wanted to launch and develop. And there's no way we're going to have to launch and those, uh, develop those products un, un, without a, a solid bedrock of, of understanding our customer data. We also have our sponsors and partners wanting to know more about our customer data with no way of really being able to um, describe to them um, efficiently what that looks like. So um, the, the brief really to the, to the SAP team was um, where in a we're a very young business we're a very fast growing business however we have no sort of data backbone and is there a way that you can help us with that the exciting thing out of it though was it wasn't just the case of listening to my ask but where else do you want to go beyond this so that's where we started talking about our membership products um, the other launch events that might take place around the uk and so forth uh, and that's where we kind of um, saw an opportunity um, that um, Shantana, I'm sure you can you can talk more about the opportunity that you saw there um, to really dig into our membership op- um, our membership product as well. Anthony, I mean that sounds right up our street, right? So uh, you've you've received this call for help from Michael and and the UK Black Business Show. So how do you even start to respond to a brief like that? Do you want to kind of Give us an overview and then Alex and Chig, we'd love to hear about your um, input and role in, in the programme as well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much, uh, Adam and Michael, for, for the opportunity. Now, now this few weeks have been, uh, I must say, uh, truly an honour and a privilege to work uh, alongside not only uh, an enthusiastic SAP team where we made friends, but such a passionate and driven uh, host customer. Now, where, where did this all uh, come in and when... when we joined, where did we see the opportunity? Now, as you heard from Michael, the the UK Black Business Show is a a very well-established annual event by now uh, and a prominent brand in the London calendar for a few years now. But what we we saw as an opportunity was to say, see how that they can improve their business model from an event-only organization to almost a subscription-based platform for Black-owned business, where they focus on the customer lifetime value model, which was really exciting for us because we do that quite a lot with uh, our customers uh, in SAP. And this was such an amazing uh, platform for us to contribute. So after the initial storming and norming, we we divided responsibilities with Chig uh, becoming our single point of contact for the host customer and Alex taking responsibility of the technology selection and research, while I focused on overall process transformation, data design, and executing uh, things like surveys, which we thought would be really, really helpful. 
And, and coming to the process design, we identified like three clear steps, starting with a survey to gather data to keep us real, and then to properly segment personas so we can create things like customer journeys, culminating in a selection of technology that benefits both the host customer as well as their sponsors going forward. But what we were not really ready for and what took us by surprise really is that the incredible benefit of digging into the SAP ecosystem and thanks to Alex who helped us connect to different other uh, SAP stakeholders who very enthusiastically joined uh, this initiative uh, on their own time. And we could even do a virtual design thinking session with Michael and his, and his team to look at how we map this journey. So that was really something uh, very, very interesting. And what is, I think, deeply satisfying is that together with the host customer, we see this relationship as an ongoing task, not, not only a project that has a, that has a, a start and an end. And, and, and we, we think uh, we will be connecting as a, a satisfying journey than just, just a project. Now, Chig, I'm, I'm sure you want to add to that a bit more. Uh, did you want to uh, say something on, on the parts that you uh, played? Yeah, thanks for that, Anthony. So uh, I guess I'll speak about the actual event itself which uh, myself and Alex were lucky enough to be invited to. So that took place uh, towards the end of October in London. And it was my first kind of time traveling uh, since the pandemic began. So it was a bit of a crazy experience. Um, so many people at the event as well. So it was all kind of different to all the virtual things. It was nice to meet Michael, shake his hand, same with Alex. It was a really good experience. And then from there, the whole day was just really great. I, like I was honestly shocked at how, like the scale of what the event was like. I didn't, I was wondering, like, why do these guys need our help? Like, they're like, this is run so well. Um, the speakers were great. The um, exhibitors were unbelievable. Everybody was so enthusiastic. The whole production was just from top to bottom was really great experience. Um, from going around the different exhibitors and speaking with them with Alex, we just gathered so much great info. Whereas we had our survey, and that was greatly developed and designed and gathered key information for us. But as well, just being able to get firsthand experience and feedback from the different exhibitors was really beneficial. And then from them, we were able to give feedback to the guys after the event uh, in a detailed uh, document. So I think it was really beneficial to attend the event and we really um, gained a lot from it. And as you touched on, yeah, we've been obviously given the opportunity to continue the engagement with the team, which is really great. I know we've got a meeting scheduled um, for the beginning of next month, I believe. So really looking forward to that, to see where the, uh, the guys have gotten since then. Um, so uh, Alex, do you have anything you would like to add to that part? Um, so yeah, just echoing um, what the, the team have, have already said, this programme was something that I was very passionate in being a part of. Uh, obviously, having the opportunity to be able to, to go to the show was a huge highlight to us. And thank you to Michael very much so for uh, extending that invitation to us. Um, but even, you know, for me, uh, being tasked with the technology side of things really and genuinely was a little out of my comfort zone. It's not something that I'd had, you know, real experience in, you know, even within my role uh, within SAP, whilst I do offer technical support, some of the things that we looked at for the UK Black Business Show obviously included the CRM systems. 
Um, but it was really impactful and really empowering to be able to look through that and to really be able to understand what Michael and the team were really looking for. And that those uh, that that also evolved throughout our conversations with the programme. So the more and more we looked at CRM systems, other ideas started to evolve and, you know, really develop into actually, yeah, we can see how this is going to move forward now. And I think it gave the team at the UK Black Business Show time to really understand what they needed and how impactful that would be for them moving forward. Um, and as Shantanu said, to, to have the opportunity to also reach out to counterparts in our own ecosystem at SAP um, and to have the support from them as well, just help the whole process really grow and really flourish. And, um, I, you know, that, that to me was kind of the essence of the programme as well. You know, that's bringing our community together with Michael's community so that he can help continue building and supporting their communities. And that was that was a really beautiful thing for me. Fantastic. And Alex, I remember when I, we first met, right, when I came to your offices as um, part of our tour of the UK, you were buzzing. Like you came up to me and you said, look, I'd love to talk about this, this programme I've been involved in. It's really pushed me out of my comfort zone. You mentioned just now, it's like it's not really related to your day to day role. Like what what encouraged you to get involved in this? So for anyone else listening to this podcast who is not quite sure if they, they should get involved. I mean, there's so many opportunities across SAP to get involved in these kind of programs. What was it that kind of really made you get involved? Like what, what kind of tipped you over rather than just thinking, oh, maybe I'll do it another time or what, what was the thing that really sold it for you? I mean, I, I think for me personally, um, and I think it is definitely echoed across, um, you know, the SAP family, um, we've always been, or I definitely feel like I've always been empowered to be my most authentic self at work. And I've been grateful in being able to, to bring, you know, every part of myself to my work. Um, I've always had a keen interest in diversity and inclusion from the word go and obviously SAP you know are very supportive in those so I, I'm a co-lead for Pride at SAP um, I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus community as well um, and as Hermang said you know there are lots of communities out there sometimes it, you know it there is a, a where do I start but it's ultimately it's our responsibility as individuals to to, to start these conversations and to continue these conversations, but to, to be willing to learn and to be willing to listen and to educate ourselves in order to support all of these communities. So that when I saw this program, that just kind of reinforced where I, you know, I want to move forward within the SAP business as well. Um, and off of the back of this I've also been successful in an application to um, a diversity and inclusion program manager fellowship as well which I actually start next week so you know the, the journey continues for me and I think if we can all harness that you know as individuals you know for this program or other programs or just in our day-to-day -day lives we have to listen it's it's not enough to you know as Hamang said at the beginning we really have to want to keep learning to keep educating ourselves to ask sometimes the difficult questions you know but be all you know if we can work as a community like that then you know that I think that will you know just move this all forward. 
um, get visibility over the customer's deliverables as well. So looking at this from an overall project management, not just a sales management um, uh, system is, is again, something that's just broadened our thinking uh, in, in what we're going to be delivering here and, and ideally um, just allow us to scale um, uh, on, some, on a single solution much quicker. Fantastic. And in terms of measuring success, like how are you going to be using these insights, this technology for your next show? I guess you can be looking at the quality of your attendees, your exhibitors, accessibility. Like how, how are you going to use this information to kind of go bigger and better for the next event? Yeah, um, th there's loads of ways we can measure that. I mean, I could also, I could already look at the fact that we've already briefed our registration process for next year's event off the back of having a customer journey. And we wouldn't, <laughs> that was some, that was some, our, for our last event, we didn't get our registration process nailed until, when was it, Alex? You, you didn't get your registration link until a couple of days before the show, I think it was. There's so many issues with it. Um, so just in terms of speed of being able to move forward with things like that um, is, is really beneficial. Uh, yeah, we're, like I said, you know, we, we've secured a sponsor for the membership platform. So that's put um, a, a significant amount of revenue um, for us and secured a part of a sustainable partner for five years on, on that particular program. And um, yeah, in terms of how we're going to be using our customer data to deliver a better product and a better experience for our, for, for our customers, we're still at the early stages of that, but you know, the, the early signs are, this is going to make a, a real difference in unlocking even more value for our sponsors um, by them being able to really understand significantly more about who it is that's walking the show floor and what their what their ambitions are. You know, how are they looking to scale their businesses and where can we help them? Great. And coming back to you, Hamang, where you started off by talking about your, that your aims and ambitions for this project. Where do you see this now going, not just for SAP, but also for businesses like Michael's? Like what's, what's kind of next in your eyes? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, before I go, before I answer that question, uh, Adam, I just wanted to say, you know, I, I've loved hearing everything that the team has shared so far, right? How the team came together and worked together, how they leveraged their SAP network, which is huge, right? And how we have seen, you know, Michael talk about the value that has delivered, um, as well as just really the relationship we can clearly see that you know, Michael and team have built with the SAP uh, consultants as well, with you know, with Alex Chig and Chantanu. So this is really exactly how we envision these programs working. So kudos to you all for really embracing the process and, and going with it, right, and uh, delivering some great results. So as for what's next, you know, one of the objectives of the program uh, is in general to create multipliers, right? We heard Michael talk about how you know, the UK Black Business Show can be a multiplier for other Black-owned businesses. And, if, and we believe if we can strengthen an organization like Michael's, uh, we can actually create lasting impact for multiple businesses, not just the UK Black Business Show alone. So, you know, just like we do that on the client side, we think about the same thing on the employee side as well, right? It's so the participant side. Because as you know, employees go through a program like this, we really want them to become multipliers within SAP, specifically from a diversity and inclusion perspective, right? We want every participant to be a champion for economic equity in the workplace, 
but also in their personal lives outside of SAP uh, as well. And hopefully this program, you know, gives them a place to start. You know, Alex talked about how sometimes there's so many opportunities that it's almost a little overwhelming to think about like, okay, how can I just do one thing to get me going, right? And I hope that this gives that one thing to those employees. So we are looking forward to staying connected with this group of employees that have taken on this, you know, leadership journey really uh, over these, you know, past few weeks uh, and seeing how they continue to step through that. From a, you know, programmatic standpoint, you know, the Pro Bono for Economic Equity program has been a great complement within our overall Pro Bono programs portfolio, right, at SAP. We are currently planning a couple of assignments uh, in North America um, for this year as we look to build on some of the work we did, but kind of in a more in a, I would say in a more general sense, we are really evaluating ways that we can broaden support for all kinds of businesses. You know, SAP has been involved with social enterprises of all kinds for you know, over a decade now as well. And we are looking at how can we support social enterprises, minority-owned businesses, and diverse suppliers, not just through our work and not just as SAP, but also working with our customers and partners. How can we integrate them into corporate supply chains and provide the requisite support um, that comes from that, right? Uh, the other thing we're looking at is, you know, from a CSR team perspective, we have a lot of learnings from this program. You know, what worked, what could have gone better, what can we change for the future? And providing these kind of multitude of offerings um, across the portfolio uh, so we do have a new virtual pro bono program called the Acceleration Collective that we launched last year. We piloted last year, uh, and we are expanding uh, going further this year. It's a you know pro bono consulting and leadership development offering, uh, but really focusing on supporting social entrepreneurs. So we are hopeful you know we can get more employees engaged in this journey of pro bono consulting, so that more businesses like Michael's can get the support uh, and the backing right of of things that. Um, will help them grow and develop. And really across the board, we're just looking for synergies between our programs. How can we make more opportunities available to employees and to more businesses, you know, at a time when they need support, right? So making it also looking at more flexible ways of being involved uh, or even with formats being flexible in the types of support they get. And they may not need a full pro bono consulting project. Can they do a little bit smaller project or even a one hour, you know, advice call or things of that sort, right? How can we look at different formats that work for employees, but also give the greatest value uh, to the business owners themselves? So more to come on that, but uh, we are excited about uh, the things that lie ahead. Look, I mean, it's, it's been a fascinating discussion with all of you. And what I'd love to do is to kind of finish off, I'd love to ask every one of you two questions. So the first one is, what is the one key learning that you took out of this program? And secondly, what's your call to action for anyone listening to this podcast? So I'm going to start with you, uh, Shantanu, if that's all right. So what was your your biggest learning and what's your call to action? Well, my biggest learning has to be that uh, um, the whole uh, um, community initiative is much bigger than the self. I joined this initiative to see how uh, it's going to add value to me and my uh, own uh, learning. But when I joined, uh, what it brought back to me is what more we can do as a team, as a community. And that was something that is going to be a fuel 
for me to continue to do this. So it's, it's much beyond myself, which is a fantastic realization to have. What was your second question, sorry? Second one is, uh, what's your call to action for anyone listening? Yeah, the call to action is join. Um, we are extremely busy uh, and, and you know, our, our diaries are always blocked with work, but this provides us with the real reasons we come to work and how we can actually impact communities with our own lives and our skills that we go on. And the big tip that I got was that the skills that we get uh, and work with customers on project management, on understanding data, on transformation and consulting are so easily transferable uh, when we work with communities on uh, actual um, differentiating work that surprises us. So this is just an extension of our daily work and just join. Excellent. Chig, over to you. What's your, your biggest learning and, and, and call to action? I guess I can kind of answer the two in one, sort of similar to uh, Shanti. You know, I guess when I registered for this program, I was a bit worried, like, do I have the skills to do this? Um, I don't really, I've never really done any consulting in this sort of um, environment. And so I guess I would just say, like, go for it, do it. You don't have to be an expert in consulting or in upskilling a business or in raising a business's level. Once you put in the work, you work well with your teammates, you communicate with your client and you try your best, like you can do a very good job at this. So I would say anybody who's kind of on the fence about something like this, just give it, give it your best shot, sign up for it, and you'll be surprised at how well you can do it. Good stuff, words to live by. Alex? Um, I, my biggest learning, I, I, it's, I hope it's not cliche, but I do have to echo Shantanu and, and Chig. You know, I, I know that I've definitely grown as a person, in, as an individual, having the opportunity to be a part of this program. Um, I really wanted, I understand how much SAP um, has been impactful on my own life and my own successes. So to be able to give that to, to others really is where my passion lies. Um, and, you know, my call to action, don't don't doubt yourself if it's something that you feel passionate about then then go ahead and do it because I definitely surprised myself um and I'm you know very very proud that I was able to be a part of this program um so and I, I think that's that's a great message for everybody you know it's it's down to us as individuals to want to increase our awareness of cultural understanding to grow personally as individuals to be able to help other individuals um, but having the opportunity to posit positively impact others is really powerful. So for anyone who's thinking, could I do it? Not only did I work with an amazing business who we're very, very pleased to be continuing our relationship with beyond the programme, I got to work with an incredible team within SAP as well and, and speak to people that I maybe wouldn't have done in my in my day-to-day -day role. And obviously moving forward for me with my fellowship, it just this programme kind of enforced this is where I want to go and it's my responsibility to keep moving forward, progressing, learning and most importantly listening as well. Brilliant. Now Michael, I'm sure your your call to action might be slightly different from a from the business perspective, but we'd love to hear your insights and, and what you really learned as well. Uh, yeah, I mean a mentor told me a while ago that you know the more you, you share your vision with other people, you'll be surprised at how they'll help you go, you know, you know take you on that journey. So for me, it's, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And you know, if you if you ask, you'll be surprised at how many people can be involved in helping you go there. And that I think that's a story of inclusivity for me. 
Um, so yeah, thank you very much to all of you for, for helping us on this program. We wouldn't be where we are right now without your support. And in terms of a call to action, um, obviously I want you to come to our events, um, but, the, but the one that com that's coming up most, uh, most soon is March 17th. It's the Black Tech Achievement Awards. And as a tech company, I'm sure you've got colleagues that you'd love to nominate um, for there's 13 different categories ranging from Rising Star, Allyship of the Year, um, Developer of the Year, App of the Year. So if you've got any colleagues that you'd like to nominate for any of our awards, they're free to enter. It'd be absolutely amazing to see some nominations from SAP and even uh, potentially some of you attending the awards as well. Excellent. I'm sure there's going to be many people listening to this that are going to be keen to get involved. Um, oh, I really, it's, it's, the website is btaawards.com. Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll make sure we put that in the, the show notes for this podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been fascinating listening to you all. Hamang, should we, uh, last but by no means least, did you want to finish off with your, as I guess, looking down on all this, you're hearing all the, like, the, the feedback from the team and also from Michael for yourself like what, what what's been your learning like is this what you anticipated when when the program started and and what's your final call to action yeah i think uh you know when i think back to the journey we've been on over these past now almost 18 months since we started planning the program um uh, to all the execution that we've had to date it's been more than what I expected right in in, in so many ways and i think the one learning that i'll say is reinforced through this program and through the work we've been able to achieve and thanks to the 140 plus SAP colleagues that have gone through this program in one country or another, it's about the power of focus and the power of empathy, right? And how when you approach something with empathy and with an open mind and real passion, uh, as well as with focus, right? Uh, both from a perspective of who we are looking to support, but also what you really want to drive and you're you know, giving it the time and the attention that it deserves, you can achieve great things, right? And I think that's something we can all carry to, you know, our daily work, we can carry to our personal lives. I think there's a lot of uh, far-reaching application of that as we go. And I think from a call to action perspective, you know, selfishly, I run these programs. I want as many employees uh, that can join and, and that are, you know, that, you know, that are willing to do this to come join us on this journey. I think the one thing, and I think it was Chig who mentioned this earlier, right? Everybody has the skills to participate in these programs, right? We know a lot more, each one of us, I'll know a lot more and have a lot more skills than we often give ourselves credit for. And it is only through an experience like this that you can truly realize and also learn new things, right? One of the things with these programs is it's not just about giving your skills, you also acquire a lot of skills. And, and that's something to remember as well as, as they come through these programs. So again, just join in, come in, share your skills. You know a lot and you'll also learn a lot on the back end. And again, just before I close, a thank you to Michael and to all of the business owners that worked with us. Uh, you know, obviously this program would not be possible without, you know, the 48 amazing businesses that we were able to work with in the last year. Uh, so thank you for your trust in us and uh, appreciate all of the support. Thank you. 
Excellent. Well, yeah, perfect way to um, to finish there, Hamang. So thank you everyone again for joining. I'll put all the details in the show notes. So Michael mentioned there the upcoming event. I'll also put more details on the program in the show notes if you, if you want to get involved. And it doesn't get any clearer than that, but take the leap, um, get involved and uh, the benefits that you'll see, I'm sure. So thanks again for listening. And uh, yeah, look forward to catching up with you soon.